This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hello and welcome to Don't Forget Your Tips. I'm Sam Ferris here with Martin Gabor. Hello, Martin. Hello, Sam. We're up to round seven of the AFL season, and this is Don't Forget Your Tips, the weekly podcast for you, the footy fan that's trying to get that extra edge in your footy tipping comp. Uh, Gaz, before we look at round seven of the AFL, let's have a quick look at round six last week. The Port Adelaide Power got their first win of the season. There were some big wins to the Lions and the Cats. The Swans had a huge comeback down in Tassie, and the Crows won by just a single point over the Bulldogs and Gab. That cost the squid a perfect round. So much to crow about. Just not Adelaide <laughs> one point from perfection. But as you said, a fair bit going on. And of course, Anzac Day, the perfect way to round out a terrific round of footy. That's comfortably the squid's best round in AFL. Yeah, well, he was due, uh, but perfection is still what he's chasing, so he's not going to rest on his laurels at all this week. Can he get better this week? Well, theoretically, yes. We're going to have to find out next week, though. All right. So let's get into this week's games. Round seven starts on Friday night. We've got an 8-10 start time. It's the Eagles against the Tigers over there in Optus Stadium. All times restrained Eastern Standard Time. Cabs, you've had a look at these first few games. Uh, Take it away, starting with the Eagles. Yeah, well, look, a lot has been made about West Coast Eagles and the players that they have lost to start the year. But one guy they got back recently is Tim Kelly. He had 31 touches last week, and he comes up against a Tigers team that he seems to love playing. He averages 29.2 disposals against them. That's actually his best against any team. And he's also kicked six goals, which is his equal best return. But Fez, they have scored the fewest points this season. They've had the fewest contested possessions and have taken the second fewest contested Mm. marks. On to Richmond now, and I think their main target this week is get the ball to Tom Lynch. He's kicked exactly three goals in each of his past four games against West Coast. So let's see if that streak can continue. But they are last in clearances, and they're also 16th in marks inside 50, which is a bit weird when you consider how well Lynch has gone in the past. They're also 0-2 against West Coast at Optus. Right, eh? With all that being said, Gabs, the squiz has all these facts and figures. Who's he going with? The Lynch effect counts. He's tipping the Tigers. Just the one game on Friday, so we go to Saturday for game two of round seven. It's the Cats against the Dockers. This one's in Geelong, 1.45 p.m. start time. Let's go with the Cats, Gabs. Well, they had a big win again last week, and the news gets better. Looks like Paddy Dangerfield should be back for mm. them. And Fez, they just love kicking goals. You look at the top goal scorers list and you look at the, those first two names, it's Tom Hawkins mm. and it's Jeremy Cameron. Cameron, the former Giants Gun he kicked seven goals last week, so he's now just one behind his teammate. But they did lose the clearance count 38-27 last week, and that could be an issue against a team like the Dockers who like to rebound hard. They also have been awarded 22 fewer free kicks than Frio, so let's see which way the umpire wants to blow his whistle. Mm, we'll have to wait and see on that one. What about the Dockers? They're flying high this season. Yeah, we have mentioned their attack in the past, but let's focus in on their defense. They haven't let a team kick 
league, 10 goals since round one. And that's why they've got the second best defensive record in the league. But they have lost six of their past seven against Geelong and 15 of 18 in Geelong. That is a damning statistic. (laughs) Is it enough to sway the squid? Uh, look, it is. I still haven't been to Geelong, neither is the squid, uh, but that is more than enough reason for him to go for the Cats. The second game on Saturday. So many games on Saturday this round. Uh, it's the Crows against the Giants. This one's at Adelaide Oval, 2.10 p.m. start time. The Crows still celebrating that one-point win last week. Can we call it a Super Saturday or is that NRL trademarked? No, you can call it Super Saturday. I'm going with Super Saturday. You mentioned that one-point game, Fez. That has been a theme for Adelaide this year. So they've had two games decided by one point and another two by four points. So let's hope for another thriller this weekend. They do have a great record against GWS as well. They've won two of their past three and 10 of their past 14 against the Giants. But here's a bit of an odd one. They have lost eight of their past 12 games at home. Such a great ground, Adelaide Oval too. You know what? Another place I haven't been. (laughs) What's the opposite of that song? I've been everywhere, man. I am that guy. You've been nowhere, man. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) What about the, uh, the Giants? Yeah, well, Braden Pruce is definitely one of their shining lights this season. He's having a great season in the ruck. He actually averages the most hitouts in the league. He had 47 of those last week, 13 touches, and also kicked a goal. But the Giants, they've got the third worst attack. We mentioned some defensive records earlier. They've scored 60 points or fewer in their past three losses. That's not a lot of points, Gabs. Uh, which way is the squid game? No, well, points are pretty important, and that's why he's back in the Crows. We're going to the MCG for the next game. It's the Demons against the Hawks. This one starts at 4.35 p.m. I've had a look at the next few games. The Demons, they've won four of their past five matches against the Hawks. Uh, the only non-win was a 79-all draw last year. Not many flaws in the Demons this year. They're flying high at the top of the table. They are ranked 11th in clearances and 16th in center clearances. I think we highlighted that last week, but a bit of an odd stat there for the Demons. And they're also without their coach, Simon Goodwin. He is in COVID protocols. Yes, he will miss this week's game. Uh, As for the Hawks, they looked pretty good last week against the Swans. Well, certainly at the start, they led 32 to nil but then uh, fell away as the Swans came home and kicked nine goals in the fourth term. They could have Mitch Lewis back. That's big in for them because he's their leading goal kicker this season with 15 and five games. He missed the Anzac Day match with a hamstring issue. The Hawks, though, they are second last in inside 50s this season and the Demons are ranked first. So a bit of an edge there for the Demons. Uh, Gabs, which way is the squid going? Yeah, look, not for the last time this season, he is tipping the Demons. At 7.25pm up there in Cairns at Kazali's Stadium, it's the Saints against the Power. Now, the Saints, they've won five in a row after losing in round one. And they're one of three teams in the top five of contested possessions and contested marks. The Demons and the Lions are the other two, some pretty good company. Now, they have lost 10 of their past 11 against Port Adelaide, and they've lost their only game in Cairns. So we kind of like an omen. Maybe they don't like the tropical weather up there in Cairns. Does the boogeyman live up there or is it bogeyman? I think, it's, I think it might be bogeyman <laughs> in this case. There's a good bogeyman in the next game, I think, <laughs> or bogeymen. Uh, the Port Adelaide, they finally won their first game of the season. They had a big win over the West Coast Eagles last week. We know the effort has been there. They lead the lead in tackles. 
but they are last in contested marks this season. Uh, Gabs, the squid, he's looked at these numbers. What's he thinking? I don't want to alarm you, but he cares very little for boogie or even bogeyman. <laughs> he's back in the Saints. The last game on this Super Saturday is the Blues against the Kangaroos. This one's at Marvel Stadium, also starting at 7.25pm. Matthew Kennedy and Jack Silvani could be back for the Blues this week, uh, but make sure you check the team sheets before you enter your tips. Uh, The Blues, they lead the league in effective disposals. That's a good stat to be on top of. But they could be without Ruckman Mark Pittenet for up to 12 weeks. He's hurt his knee, his PCL. He's been a big reason why the Blues have started so well uh, this season. So big out for them. Now, speaking about bogey teams and bogey <laughs> men, Gabs, uh, maybe the Ruse are the Blues bogey team. They've won six of their past seven against Carlton. So that's a good stat for the Ruse who are the last on the ladder. And the reason why they're last is because they've conceded the most points uh, in the league this season. Um, and three of their last four losses this season have been by more than 10 goals. Not great reading for Ruse fans. No, not at all. You've given us some good ruse clues, though, <laughs> but the squid is back in the blues. Three games left in round seven. They're all on Sunday. The first one starts at 1.10pm in the afternoon. It's the Magpies against the Suns at the MCG. That's where the Magpies won on Monday. They did, and a couple of the reasons that they won that game are a few of their young lads up front. So a few people started to write the Magpies off and they were starting to lose a few guns up front. But up stepped Jack Ginnivan. He kicked five goals against Essendon, had a bit of a run-in with the crowd, but he did leave with the Anzac Day medal for best on ground. And he's only one goal behind Brody Majacek, who kicked four goals in that win on Monday. The Magpies, they've also won 8 of 11 against the Suns, so that makes for some good reading. But you mentioned the Carlton Ruckman. Same injury news here for Collingwood. It is that PCL that you were talking about, Brody Grundy, and he could be out for 12 weeks with that knee injury. That's going to hurt them because he has had the third most hitouts this year. Yeah, same injury to both Ruckman. Yeah, it's been a bit of a talking point this week. Let's go to the Suns. Defender Sam Collins, he was outstanding for them last week. He actually had a league-high 12 intercepts against star forward Joe Danaher from Brisbane, and he does lead the league in that category with 54 intercepts, so they're going to need him to do something similar against Collingwood's big forwards. But the Suns, Fez, they've lost 11 of their past 15 at the MCG. And as you mentioned, that's where this game is being played. Yes, it's at the G. Um, Easy one for the squid. Hot pies on a roll. (laughs) The next game on Sunday is the Bulldogs against the Bombers. This is at Marvel Stadium. Might be under the roof, depending on the weather. Uh, This one starts at 3.20 p.m., Start with the Bulldogs. Gabs off that one-point loss to the Crows last week. Yes, don't bring it up. <laughs> so this time last year, the Bulldogs were 6-0. and This year, it's a little bit different. They've got a different kind of streak going on. They've actually gone loss, win, loss, win, loss. So I'll let you make up your mind. <laughs> their two wins, though, this year have been at Marvel Stadium, and they have also won seven of their past eight games against Essendon. Now, one thing that hurt them last week in that loss to Adelaide was the fact that Crows took twice as many marks inside 50 
as the Dogs. And that could be an issue again this week against the Bombers, who are third in that category. Now, I mentioned how well the Bulldogs are playing at Marvel. The same goes for Essen. They've actually won six of their past eight at the venue. Now, Darcy Parrish, he's coming off another big game. We know he leads the league in possessions this year. And what he achieved in Anzac Day hasn't been done since 2000. He had 30 touches in the first half on Monday. That is a fair old effort, especially considering he had an ankle injury and he has been cleared of a serious injury by the team doctors. But Fez, they have made the fewest tackles this year and it's one of the reasons why they've conceded at least 90 points in all six of their games. Yeah, I get a feeling that last stat might have swayed the squid. Yep, the streak says the dogs are due a W. And the last game in round seven might be the match of the round. It's the Swans against the Lions at the SCG. 4.40 p.m. start time, so it'll finish in prime time. The Swans, they're looking good, Gabs. Uh, how do they look in this game? Well, if Saturday is super, then this is a spectacular finish to Sunday. The Swannies against the Lions, two of the best teams in the league so far. The Swans, they've actually won 12 of their past 14 games against Brisbane, and it doesn't stop there. In nine of those games, they kicked 100 or more points. So it is a team they have been able to pick apart in the past. But one of the issues you actually touched on a bit earlier, uh, they trailed 32-0 in the first quarter against Hawthorne. Yes, they were able to come back. But if you do that against a team like Brisbane, it's mighty hard to make up a five-goal difference. Yeah, the Swans coach was saying they had a 10-day gap between games. So maybe they're a bit flat starting out of the blocks. But, uh, geez, by the end of the game, they were flying. How about the Lions? You haven't really seen a swan fly before, but, I mean, they definitely can. They fly. Well, the Lions, they have two of the top five goal scorers in the league. We mentioned Joe Danaher a bit earlier. He's actually kicked multiple goals in every game so far. And then there's Zach Bailey. He's coming off a career-high six goals against the Suns. So who do you send your best defender to? That's going to be up to the Swans to decide. But here's an interesting one for you, Sam. They've lost six in a row and 10 of their past 11 at the SCG. Yeah, a bit like the last game. Maybe that last stat has influenced the squid. It's influenced me as the planes fly over here in <laughs> Sydney, not too far from the SCG. Kevs, uh, which way is the squid going? Planes do fly. So do swans, according to you. That's why the squid has tipped Sydney. <laughs> Righto, those are the games in round seven. Before we go, Gabs, give us the Squids tips one last time. Absolutely. He's gone the Tigers, Cats, Crows, Demons, Saints, Blues, Pies, Dogs, and the Swans. Righto, thank you, Martin, and thank you to the Squid. Uh, He's looking for perfection this round. Uh, That is round seven of the AFL done. If you're an NRL fan, check out our round eight episode that's out now in your favorite podcast app and the League Live app if you're using that. Also remember, we have a weekday sports news podcast called Sport Today. It covers the big news, quirky stories. We throw in a bit of trivia as well. It's all done in under 10 minutes and ready in your favorite podcast app by 6.30 a.m. Monday to Friday. Friday. Check it out. Uh, good luck this round and remember, don't forget your tips. Mm-hmm.